0: in spirituality, which is, self can't get out of self. It's a simple statement, based on observation. Self cannot get out of self. So then, if, if seemingly self is driving you crazy, yet if you're identified as that which is driving you crazy, how can you get out of it? What's the solution? Yeah. You're trapped, in a sense. But then there's the wisdom of no escape. So there is no escape from an imaginary place. So the best appropriate response to the, to the seeming unsavoryness or the unsatisfyingness of an imaginary place is to do nothing. Don't try to leave the imaginary place because that reinforces the, the imaginary place, yeah? So we're stuck in a little Chinese thumb torture we feel an urge because we're uncomfortable, dissatisfied, and we figure we want to pull ourselves out, but the pulling yourself out is being in. Yeah? yeah? So, basically, you've hit the parameters of the failed system. The system that's producing the sense of a problem can't provide a solution to it, yeah? So you're running into the, it, its walls of limitation. boom, and you just hit it, boom, and boom, yeah, and sooner or later, hopefully you hit it enough that you get this illusion in a sense, and you stop relying on that, which is unreliable, yeah, so you like, uh, in AA we call it, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens, and then, see, this is the dilemma though, it's very tricky, because Again, what you're trying to get out of, you're going to try to get out of. Out of it by that which you're trying to get out of. Yeah. So that which is playing God is going to try to quit playing God. That would just be playing God. Yes. Yeah? So you can't just sort of like, you want to study, you want to get go to two years of classes about obsession with self, but that could be construed as obsession with self. So you can't get out. So a lot of spirituality is that way. The spirituality, there's an assumption it's going to be taking you out of something. But it doesn't. It actually reinforces the thing that you seem to be in. Because what better way to validate or reinforce the reality of some place is by trying to escape it. If you wouldn't do anything, then maybe you would see that it's not truly so. And then your escape would be prior to the idea of uh, the bondage, and prior to the need to get an escape. Yes, you would escape from the whole system, in a sense, instead of trying to escape from the system as the system. So I know a lot of spirituality, if you look at it, has the same dilemma. It's you trying to get out of you, by finding an authentic you, or a greater self, or something. But it doesn't work. But that system, see, if that was a business, It would have been shut down a long time ago, most spirituality, but it has a great business plan. It has its customers convinced it could take lifetimes. So you constantly keep going back, and if it doesn't seem to work, because we're in a state of self-centeredness, we blame ourselves. We didn't do enough meditation. We didn't do enough of this, enough of that. So it's got an incredible self-protection based on the people seemingly entertaining it. So, 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 this is sort of like uh, just relief from the need to get relief, so to speak. Yes, yeah. by seeing you're not that which needs to get relief, and a funny thing happens: a relief comes from that. You get relief from that that one that needs relief. <laughs> doesn't mean everything goes great. It doesn't. It means you travel lighter over. You know, there isn't a get-out-of-jail-free card here. You're on the Monopoly board. As long as you're a boot or an Eiffel Tower, you're going to be determined somewhat by the game. Yeah. But what would happen if you could have find a way, which is a no way, to travel lighter through the revolutions of the monopoly game? This is going on and on and on and on. You would probably see after 20 rotations around the board, you say, Jesus Christ, that was more than enough, that gift, that I'm traveling lighter through the monopoly game. Yeah? We wouldn't be thinking like... Uh, boardwalk was in spiritual monopoly, that would be enlightenment. And then there'd be like, what's a nice place, a secondary place? or nice no? Huh? No, Park Place was a high one too? No. Yeah. Is it? So yeah, that would be like awakening, you know. Awakening would hopefully lead to boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to live, and you think that you're going to use all the other squares to arrive at those squares, but you don't see that whole game is in a big square. Yeah. All the squares are in one is in another game, yeah. and the other game you can't get out of what you're not in. That's basically the rules. And then it would be nice to know the second game rules so that they can be applied to the first game, because the rules of the second game is what allows traveling right through the first game. <laughs> when you realize you can't get out of an imaginary place. You realize you can't be any more into a moment than you're in right now, so you don't have to try to get into a moment, you can't be out of a moment. The secondary game rules would totally change the first game. Yeah. But if we try to get those game rules from the first game, from the first game, it doesn't work. You've got to leave the boot be- uh, behind to get the new rules. <laughs> the new rules aren't for the boot. Therefore, what's animating the boot, let's say? Awareness, whatever. When that awareness entertains the second game rules, it can bring it into this game rules, yeah? And and you'll travel later. You'll recognize a distinct difference between what's happening and what's not happening. Instead of having an incredible mix-up where what's not happening becomes the biggest influence in what's happening, yeah? The past and the future is just fucking influencing right now almost completely. So if you could see something wasn't happening, what more would you need to do about it? Nothing. I mean, if you see something is not happening, the bus is pulled over. The door is open. You can get off if you want. If you want to stay on... You'll get the same opportunity at the next stop. You'll stop and get off. You can get, get off. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just stubbornness or resistance to it, but basically, the invitation, I feel, is from love, and it's not going to relent. It's going to keep on offering you the invitation that's quite necessary for you yeah, to open up to that to the facts of what's happening here, which is, this is more of a dream than anything. It's not even a dream, it's dreaming. It never can become a dream. That would mean a fulfillment of dreaming. There's no fulfillment of dreaming, there's just dreaming. It doesn't, there, it doesn't get to a point of a critical mass of dreaming and it turns into a dream. It never turns into a thing, ever. It's just dreaming. It's just dreaming, 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 dreaming. So that doesn't mean you don't get a wallet. You do get a while because what's dreaming is, reality is is the only real, quote-unquote, non-thing in this whole place. So if it believes something, it's going to seem as real as real can be. How can something that seemed to be the worst thing ever happened to you, it can be seen to be the best thing that happened to you in one day? I mean, something suspicious there. Yeah. If you, like, set up an altar, that was the worst thing, getting divorced from that lady. It ruined my life. And then you maybe something happens, and your mind changes, and suddenly you see the worst thing, that you've invested quite a lot into being a real worst thing, suddenly seen as the best thing. Jesus, by separating from that, I went this way, and everything like that, so fucking awesome. That was the best thing that happened to me doesn't what does that imply it's got to follow the trail a little bit why don't we just want to fucking go to the trough like an obedient cow just stick your head up and smell the manure so to speak and, wait a minute you know it seems like i'm dreaming because something that was driving me crazy and it's the same thing that's not driving me crazy now so did it have the ability to drive me crazy and then lost it somewhere? Or is it ability to drive me crazy based on me, not on it? Yeah, Am I giving it the meaning to be able to drive me crazy, or am I not? Because it's very difficult to say, oh, that road drives me crazy. But it never, it doesn't always drive you crazy. It is, many, many times it doesn't drive you crazy. So your whole rule is thrown out the window. You must be that which is giving everything all the meaning it has. And what is that? if you take that information, where does it lead? It leads to the fact that you and I are dreaming. And we have it. It's the basic, everyone has the expression of it, subjectivity. People come to this meeting, I'm going to say for the people on the internet, there's 60 people here. People come to this meeting, and they don't get the same experience of everyone else. Everyone else makes this meeting what it's going to be. The meeting doesn't make them what they're going to be. They make it what it's gonna be. And this isn't random, this happens all day. Wouldn't you like, isn't that curious? Wouldn't you wanna say, wait a minute? So when I heard from this Course in Miracles thing, the second lesson, that's never changed blew my mind, unbelievably, where it says, You and I give everything all the meaning it has. And then it just went to went through years of my life living, and I realized ah <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. So the meaning that I gave someone wasn't based on them, it was based on me. Constantly. Okay. <laughs> you know? And then they would say, Hey you and I are the dreamer of the dream, but I don't like nouns. So let's say, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, yeah? We forget that we're dreaming. This is what interests me. How the hell can dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Yeah, all right, how could it dream? So, I just, I just, this is just my little supposition. It's like, the only way the dreaming, can forget that it's dreaming, and the dreaming, is becoming identified as the dreamt, which is these things, yeah. This is a dream of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah. And these things can be seen, and as a great Zen master said the White Poe, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So obviously that which is perceiving is not the body, but there's perceiving happening seemingly in this neighborhood, yeah. So I would say the dreaming is that which is perceiving, but now suddenly something happened, it became identified as the drip, so like the light got identified with the projector, the camera, and now thinks it's projecting the movie, not realizing it's just conducting light. Yeah. Without the light, based on the electricity, there'd be no movie. The projector cannot project anything. Yeah because it doesn't have any inherent uh, power it. it's inherently empty of animation. It needs to be plugged in and suddenly it can project the movie. So the body the body is not what seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The body has body has the facilities to see, hear, feel, taste, and touch. Yeah. Why get it, get it straight, so you stop calling it because all day the language that we're listening to all day says, I saw that, I saw that, I saw this, I saw this, I saw. I can't believe I saw that. Ah, ah, ah. it's constantly. It's like a mantra, the mental states chanting, the "I be my" mantra, and it chants it so much that the mind, the uh, the bigger mind, pictures itself as the dreamt. Yeah, and suddenly now the seeing is forgotten. See, the, the miracle, the magnificence of being conscious is just mind-boggling. That you're awake on your worst days and your best days. You're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It doesn't matter if you got up on the wrong side of the bed. You're seeing that wrong side of the bed. If You see with absolutely no volition. Yeah? You can try to close your eyes, but there's just so much fucking light there. You're still seeing, but you're not seeing anything. It stops at the lid, let's say, but you're just, it's it's not like it went dormant, it's just fucking on, and it's just spreading out through five gates, and then unfortunately there's a sixth gate in Buddhism, which is the mind is, is seeing thoughts, and that's what happened. Most of us are up in the porno theater of the mind seeing thoughts. We forgot hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and we're just constantly full going over and over. Not we're not doing it. The mental state is it's going over what it thought it saw, felt, taste, and touch. and what it's afraid that it may not see here in the future, or it's whatever. It's just unbelievably you get caught up there and you can't get out of the theater because you're now the theater. So wherever you go, you're on the porno theater. It's slavery, really. And that which says, oh, I don't want to give it up, isn't you either. And that which says, I would love to give it up, ain't you. You're never pronouncing yourself on the scene. Never. You've never gone anywhere. There's no hello, goodbye to what is. We don't recognize it because we're looking from it. We'd have to see it to recognize it. And we'd have that, it would have to not to be here to be remembered. So it's not about remembering it either. Because you can't, it's constantly available at all times. Yeah? The action figure has its fucking destiny. You're not going to get gypped. You're in the movies. Things are going to happen stuff like that. But I swear to God, you won't be like Henry Winkler in The farms. You won't be when you're 70 putting on the leather jacket, and go, you know you'll move on to whatever else is is in store for you. <laughs> you'll travel later. <laughs> what more do you want, really? Well, I'm in pain every second of the day now with this knee. I have a level of pain and it draws attention to it, yeah? And uh, I don't know what to do so I, and I don't want to take medication, so it's fine. But uh, this is what happens. The traveling lighter isn't based on I feel fucking great all day. It's based on I'm not that which is thinking it's feeling everything all day. That's what it's based on. So the story, I get the story, but it could be anybody's story. And I have empathy because a lot of people have the same story. I don't see it as uniquely mine. And therefore, the suffering, though happening, or the pain, doesn't get so extended in time and become a big fucking story. I don't really bitch about it much, you know You fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you, like you say in recovery. It's an incredible statement. That's about attitude. That's about a way of living. Yeah, it's not like a particular, I felt great that second. It's like your attitude and outlook changes. And I'm telling you, when you get relief from the problem, you'll know what the problem was. And the problem was and is an activity that the solution is entertaining, basically. That's what it's doing. So the solution, truly, is an inherent fact. That's what non-duality is to me. It's a fact. Not debated, not argued, it's a fact. Yeah. I see what I'm not, and in the seeing of what I'm not, I get a sense of what I am. It's like a very strange mirror, because you have no face to get a reflection of. But you can see what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are, which is seeing. And when the seeing is an activity, it's seeing what it's not, all day. And in that seeing what it's not, it gets a sense of what it is, Yeah seen untouched, undisturbed by all the shenanigans that Paul has gotten into in this life. Yeah? My effect is like very, 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 very skin deep. It leaves no mark. It doesn't extend at all. This is like a dream, basically. Yeah? It seems as real as real can be, when it seems as real as real can be. Usually when it seems as real as real can be, there's a fullness of self, there's an obsession with self, or there's a, an assumption of self. And that assumption of self is like a petri dish that launches many, many fucking other ships. If that weakens, a lot of those journeys you won't be buying tickets for, like we said last week. Basically, all the mental trips are one way, because as soon as you wake up, you don't have to buy a ticket back to where you always are. So there are just one way, the flight gets cancelled, and then you're right back at the airport. You never got on the flight. <laughs> it seemed like you went on it, but as soon as it gets canceled, you never even bought a ticket. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. <laughs> you get a free sample of it every night when you go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> what happens when you wake up in the morning? What happens with me when I wake up in the morning? You're still, there's a body sense, but it's not so uh, attended to. So there's like a lovely little middle stage. You can feel really at peace with the body at that moment. Yeah, because it's not yelping as much. Yeah. And it's, it's like a lovely, if you don't have to get up, it's a lovely space. You can just, it's like a trance. And you get the experience of. The action figure in the body, but you don't get a lot of the the debits you know fucking <laughs> <laughs> the pain isn't hurting this and that, and it just gives you a sense how thin the reality of the body is. You could just drop right through it like a saran wrap hammock you could just drop right through yeah. so man. Entertain, it. entertain the ideas, man. It's an ill-clean house. It, it doesn't need you pointing where to go. It knows exactly what to do. And a large part, of your mental state will be very disappointed because you're not going to be the star. You may not have a loving gaze. You may not have like adoring fans. You may be seen as just the greatest freedom is ordinariness. Yeah? You're just ordinary. Yeah, but in a sense you're not because underneath the ordinaryness is there's space yeah. you're available. Therefore, you're of service. I'm not in the back of the house when the doorbell rings. So I'm right there. Yeah, I'm not getting chipped ever, ever—not not one nanosecond. So, yeah. So I found it's a beginning thing with people, because this is really a duality meeting, because you're going to you teach about duality, or you share about duality. You can't share about non-duality. And, and the biggest prohibition of it all on the fundamental floor of uh, sharing this message with people, is the sense of who's going to be hearing the message. So let's say we're sitting here, and we take four hours to chant together, I'm not a body, I'm not a body, I'm not a body. There'll be a sense of the body doing it, you see. So the thief is already in the house, and he'll join in the chorus. He will. So the biggest thing is, not the message, but how it's heard. And... A number of people in spirituality have pointed out this basic proposition, like the thief, which you are the thief, and the policeman, and the thief. yeah, You're the whole, all of it. So he says, Ramana Maharshi put it in one way, he says that presupposing this would be the base. Yeah, so let's say there's just mind. And then the conception of mind, of the mental state, arises in it. And that conception is a presupposing of a non-existent thing, the body, yeah? Wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. You see? So, how can that non-existent thing, how could that go even far? That would have been snuffed out in a nanosecond as soon as you saw the non-existent thing, everything that came after that makes no point. Why would I want to seek salvation for, for a non-existent thing? It's non-existent. But if existence, in a sense, moves into the non-existent thing and becomes identified as a non-existent thing, it makes total sense. Because the non-existent thing, with subjectivity, moving it, will probably find illness and disease and distress and unhappiness and disappointment and love and all these other things here. And maybe they'll get attached to some things and have aversion to others, and there'll be an agitation. uh, A lot of different... and, And that thing... Believing it should rise above everything wouldn't. It would be at the effect of situations and conditions. It could be. It could be down for ten days by a virus, yeah, whatever. So you would think, yeah, that non-existent thing wants to fucking found, find salvation. Obviously, yeah. But see, now there's an identification seemingly has happened. So now the non thing is identified as a thing, and is seemingly suffering. The thingness of it all, and it wants to get salvation, not from the thingness, because it's identified as it. So when it's thinking of salvation, it's including the body as the one that's going to get the salvation. That's why it wants salvation, because of its body identification, yeah? So now the body wants to get salvation. Obviously, it makes total fucking sense. And obviously it doesn't seem to be its own source of salvation, because it seems to be powerless over things and this. So it's going to seek salvation. This is the dilemma, because it's a misidentification. That which is prior to any need of salvation, which is the non-thing, has now become identified as the boot on the monopoly board, and suddenly as soon as it takes itself to be the boot, it's at the effect of the game. So if it ends up in Baltic place or whatever, or it has to give some houses away, it's running out of money, it's going to jail, all this stuff's happening. But it can only live through that as the boot. Now it wants to get salvation from the effects of the mon- monopoly game, but it wants to be the boot to get it. So this is the dilemma. The non-existent thing wants to get salvation. That's the fucking dilemma. That's why It's not working. Because the problem wants to get solution, not from the problem, but for the problem, which would be a bigger problem. This is what's happening little ways and big waves. It, it's different degrees, but it's the same fundamental flaw. So when you hear the message, there is no body, you're hearing it as a body. That's going to override the message. If you weren't a body, you wouldn't need to hear the message, you're not a body. <laughs> you know, wow, that's news, I know I'm not a body. You know, it's because you're taking yourself into your body, you now use negation, but the problem is the negation is muted because you're identified as the body. So it's the body trying to, be, trying to entertain, it's not a body, but as a body. So now, oh, I can't have any desires, I guess. But it makes up some weird fucking shit to to sort of prove to itself it's not the body. And it goes into weird gymnastics and everything. But the fact is, the body is still reigning supreme because you're identified as it. It's like the simple thing in that movie Moon, the clone, they figured out the clothes work better if they give it human programming. They do a lot more work, and the human programming has this: the story of this clone as a person is he's on this five-year job on this moon, working on the moon. He's the only person there, and he's from Boston. And he only has five more days left, and he's going to go home to his wife and kids, go to the Red Sox, and da 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 da. He's a fucking clone. He's, he never was in Boston or anywhere. Yeah, but so what happens is. Something happens and it gets indisputable evidence that it's a clone, and you would think, oh, fucking everything's cleared up. The clone? Yeah, you're a clone. Alright, you're a clone, boom, that's it. But when it hears the message it's a clone, it's caught and understood from the human programming. That is exactly what fucking happens here. Yeah. You want it gets to such a point that you want to be a non self as a self. You see? It's so stubborn you cannot imagine you not being here. So you're included in all the formulations and therefore a mental logic goes, Yeah, I gotta get out of this place or I gotta get more into this place. It can go either way. Yeah, because either you're thinking you're missing out, or not in the moment, or you I want to get out of this fucking moment. It's just like an incredible. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It goes both ways. Yep, yeah? and it would make total logic to go that way. Just like there's a there's a great saying by the same Zen master, Wayne Poe. He says uh, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Now, why would he say that to a person? There would be no need to say it if you were Jim Mary Sue. But if you're the Buddha, it would be really good news, right? I mean, it would be helpful news to hear, Hey Buddha, you can't be seeking the Buddha. You're the Buddha, yeah? And the only way that could possibly make sense is if the Buddha seemingly forgot it was the Buddha, and he couldn't do that unless he thought it was something else. The only way it could seemingly forget it's no thing, it would become identified as a thing. How else is going to forget it? Yeah, seemingly. So th- these masters are saying, "Hey, you can't use the Buddha. To seek the Buddha." It, they're not. They're not torturing us from the from the grave. <laughs> they're trying to save you a lot of fucking trouble. But you're the Buddha. And if the Buddha is looking for the Buddha, isn't it, He's never going to find the Buddha, but he's going to, looking for the Buddha, will be used to deny its own Buddhahood. That's the fucking heist here. It's duplicated, it has different degrees, it wears different garb, it's in different locations, in spiritual places, it's in Newark, New Jersey, everywhere, but that's what's happening. In the mental state, there's a robbery going on. Yeah. The mental state is claiming to be the one who's conscious, yeah. claiming to be one who sees, and hears, and feels, and tastes, and such. And we've all agreed here that you're going to go away for 50 years to jail if you do something. So the doing is the most binding of them all, because whose life would it be anyway if you weren't the doer of it? And yet you're not the doer of the action? But the whole story would collapse. The whole story is based on you are the doer of shit. But in fact, how much shit do you really do? That which knew better didn't give you much power, even in the body. There's only one one process that's half voluntary, that's breath. Everything else is fucking automatic. Because you would never make it through one second. You would have forgotten to pump, pump the heart, the blood. The, the, the whole experiment would have been done, so he realized, would well, give it a big megaphone, but no power. So the head's a boo 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 boo, but it fucking has absolutely no power in the situation. And what happens if you get right-sized about that? You'll travel fucking lighter. You won't be so frustrated that the thoughts aren't following you, because you assume, if they're my thoughts, why aren't they listening to me? I should have some sway over them. And it's really fucking confusing when they don't seem to listen to you as the thinker, because you're not the fucking thinker. It's with, we just don't want to see the simplicity of it. We just don't. Because it goes against the whole fucking source code of the action figure that you are the fucking one. You can feel the relief. It's it's fucking thick. you lose interest in, you'll definitely lose interest very quickly in what's not happening because it's not happening. That's the only reason. Yeah? It doesn't mean it's important or not. It's just not happening. And there'll be a hierarchy that you will be relying more on what's happening than what's not happening. <laughs> you, will, you will, you will be, you will not override Your story isn't that interesting to override this event of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And maybe there's not, you may not like what's happening here, but it has one thing over what's not happening, and that it's happening. (laughs) This is all there is. And it's so much, it just goes so much better if you fucking stop arguing with it. And if you can't stop arguing with it, see it, it's not you that's arguing with it. Yeah, stop being a lie to the fucking mental state that's constantly pontificating and taking positions that you suffer from. It's not you. That which is speaking is not you. You think it's so special? We got stock stock versions of selfing. My friend here is, he got the Italian one. We have the English one. I got the English New. Year. East Coast one, you got the West Coast one, it's the same, the only thing that's different is there's different nouns, basically, it's the same fucking thing. That's what I learned when I went into AA, it was really quite surprising to someone who felt he was so terminally unique to hear that a lot of people had my thoughts and my feelings and my reactions to life. I had to come to a conclusion, how did they get my thoughts, or they're not my thoughts. Yeah? What happens with that? You don't fucking put a period of that. If they're not my thoughts, end the fucking tame. Let the mind go. Let raw mind, fucking raw mind feeds on possibilities. It doesn't feed on the same old, same old. It's like fucking tranced out here. It's like a marathon runner in a closet. It's so fucking bored with this whole thing in a lot of ways. You got to give it some fucking meat occasionally. Yeah? So don't let a period come up. Hey, if these are, if they have my thoughts, they mustn't be my thoughts. <clears throat> you know? And <laughs> the same. what would it mean if these aren't my thoughts? Find out, you know? Fuck. Like, I just remember it, it happened succinctly one time in about nine years of sobriety. <clears throat> the whole thing is. In AA, you learn when you get sober what had defeated you in life, which is self, yeah? And the problem resides in the mind, so self is made up in mind, yeah? The thought system, basically, with the backup of memory, and then the, the misperceiving constantly, seeing threats where there aren't any, shit like that. So that's like the free pronged system that reinforces the idea of being a someone. So you get when you get into recovery, when the fog clears, it makes it very clear that your head has driven you fucking crazy, yeah, and it drives you to drink, and once you drink, you can't stop drinking. Yeah, Because you've lost the ability to stop. Yeah? Now people who are not addicts and alcoholics cannot understand that. But so we, met we get together in groups where we have a complete understanding of that. So a normal person comes into a meeting and they're aghast at some of the statements and we're all laughing. Because we know what it's like to live under that parasite because we've all lived under the parasite. It is not us, it's the parasite we lived under. The parasite was the dominant demonstrator in our lives, not us. We were taken over. So when you listen to other people who were taken over, it becomes clear to you that something has defeated you. Something that's other than you has defeated you. Yeah. Alright, so when, it, when you finally see that which has been implied and assumed and supposed to be you, yeah? which is always inferred and insinuated by the thought system this phantom of it being a thing is, right, when you see it as something foreign in you what happens? The first thing that happened to me, and I swear it was possible for year, forever but it never dawned on me until this happened. First what happened? I saw that which defeated me as foreign to me. As soon as I saw it as foreign to me I saw, I entertained the possibility I can be free from it. Instead of trying to be free as it, through it, for it, which I've been doing most of my life, I saw it as something other, and I'm like, finally, the head went click, and went, I can be free from it. And I've never stopped entertaining that now, for many, many fucking years. Yeah. It became the last answer. And the last answer is a great fucking answer, because it negates any need for any more answers in this one topic about being what you are, because that's all we're relegated to be, is being what we are. We're not going to know what we are. We're not going to study what we are. We're going to know what we're not. We're going to study what we're not. And in that studying what we're not, we'll get an implied list of what we are. And then you realize the only, and it's always been this case, you have always and always will be, because it's not of time, be that which you've been looking for. Just see what you're not, and you'll be what you are, and you'll realize you've always, you have always been in the being of what you are. Nothing ever fucking really happened to you. To change that, nothing. It can change my leg, the formation of my leg in accident. It can change this, it can change that, but it cannot change what I am. This place is full of changing, but does not provoke any change in what I am, what I truly am. I'm untouched by all this activity. (laughs) That's where you can rest. That's where peace lies. It's in your own nature. When it's unsaddled to a false nature and driven in this fucking hallway of time looking for its fucking self and other symbols, man, you'll feel it. You'll have. You'll be able to enjoy peace of mind because peace is of big of mind. You will comprehend, like we say in A, you will comprehend the word serenity and know peace. Because you are serenity and you are peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. It's more like a direction changer. Yeah. I think most of us are misdirected. Something captures our yearnings or whatever, our longings, and misdirects them. And then things that seem to have been the greatest source of joy become a pit of hate sometimes. Things that you hope were going to be something turn into the exact opposite a lot of the time. How can you not be disappointed in you? How can you not be disappointed if you can't love? You know? If you're so... Your head is so up you're at the ass of you and you're, you're just fucking... Crippled emotionally. What a sad state of affairs. In a lot of ways, you can't be touched by another person, even some people physically. But you can't be touched by another person's experience or something. Something. Yeah. If that's what it takes to live here, is to be frozen. I'd rather be totally vulnerable and get whacked all the time. And to be frozen, never get to be whacked. It doesn't seem like a good deal. So this is such a freeing possibility. You stop looking, you stop looking for being and you get to get on with the business of being, yeah? You're being awake. That's you're inherently awake right now and you're awake to that idea. You're awake to that fact. Yeah? And hopefully you'll be able to hold the space for the people you love and the people you don't like. You'll be able to hold space because it's not an effort, it's your nature. Your nature is of space. So when you're holding space, you're just being your nature. It's no fucking effort. So... You know, they say that the, the self thing. Takes very, It's like a, the quickest process in the world, the mental state, uh, organizing a story of self. Yeah? So obviously you're not going to find a quicker process to undo that process. The self will always claim all the meditation to apply the meditator. Yeah. But the only way you can sort of beat that is in timelessness, and that's your inherent nature because in timelessness the gun is always out you're never going to lose the draw because you've never drawn it it's always there and there's a thing let's say you listen to your head most of your life and you have your wait for it and you had to tell you what's going on like you're in the game but you're listening to the announcer most of the time and then that time and then you're depending on it completely and let's say I'll give you two scenarios let's say you're laying in your deathbed and the head has that one last zinger. And just before you take your last breath, it says, you really blew it all. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. Ouch, on that note. And another one is, let's say you're waiting to listen to hear what's happening from the head and you pass away, meaning the head stops and you miss the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... You're because the thing that's going to tell you you're dead's dead. <laughs> I would think I would get on with it now. Might as well get on with that correction now. Because <laughs> the only people who are going to experience your death are other people. You're not. You're going be dead. That would be like a weird bardo, wouldn't it? You're floating around waiting for somebody to tell you. <laughs> Thousands of eternities go by. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Where's that voice? <laughs> I relied on it so much. <laughs> it's proved to be unreliable. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> being do-over <laughs> 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 alright well that's uh any questions Vic? no good <laughs>